good heavens. I mean, talk about some eye-opening numbers. We're talking about the prices of homes uh, in our country right now and the way they have absolutely um, just taken off. It's, it, it's, it's amazing, really. Um, up like 20%. Since last year, 20% in one year, a record high, over $800,000 is the average home price in Canada right now. That was in February. And I know what you're saying. Oh, that's Vancouver and Toronto that are skewing the average. True. To a point. But still, if you take those two markets out, it comes down to 638000 So, I mean, the average price of a home in, in Canada has really, really taken off. Um, what's going on, why, and, and where are we headed? To find out, we're going to chat with Diana Mock, who's a professor in the Dan Department of Management and Organizational Studies at Western University. Uh, Diana, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time today. Good morning, everyone. I mean, these numbers really are eye-opening. Hey, when you're talking about $816,000 on average, up 21% in a year, that's remarkable. I know. Um, it really brings up the question of, of affordability. Yeah. Right? Um, if we look at personal income on average, it has hardly increased, might be creeping at about like one or two percent. If you net of inflation, in some instances, um, real income actually might have been decreasing in some instances. So with house prices, even net of inflation, let's say three percent, a 10% increase relative to almost like 1% or 2% increase in income. It's phenomenal. It is. It, it's just, it's mind-blowing, really. Um, these are the highest we've ever seen, obviously. Um, do we know what's going on? Do we know why these kinds of increases are being reported? We always like to think about, you know, demand and supply. And in fact, it's almost everything it's happening. And the fact that it's happening under our nose, it's been around, you know, like all the affordability issues, been around for as long as I've been researching on this area. So it's just all of a sudden, the numbers become so big that people start to wake up, all right, what's going on? Um, On the supply side, we always complain that constructions lag behind uh, administratively, bureaucratically, it takes time to get approval. Um, And then on the demand side, like mid-sized cities, let's say London, Ontario, we there were anecdotes saying that oh might be people moving from the GTA Toronto yep. area, or maybe immigrants or may, and maybe any migrants coming in jetting up the price. But in fact, when I look at some stat numbers uh, from StatCan, everyone plays a part. Almost everyone contributing to buying the same range of house prices in even mid-sized city. So we cannot actually find a particular culprit that's really driving up the price. Interesting. Everyone has a role to play. What about we often hear um, investment properties, speculation, that sorts of things, people buying homes not necessary to live in them, but to try and make a profit? Are we seeing that? I mean, or have you found that's not really adding up either? That could be also part of the issue in the sense that um, these are the properties that's being purchased probably at the higher end, especially in the GTA area, and then left vacant. And that led to the government um, introduce the vacancy tax or the speculation tax uh, back in 2017. But then with that, that's only a relatively smaller segment of the market. But if you look at driving up the overall average, we still need everyone to be part of the game. Um, In terms of what we're seeing, is it slowing down at all or is it ramping up? Do we expect to see more of this? 
Well, see, the issue is not so much about the future trend and where it is heading towards. It's going to be continue to increase. But the issue is more on uh, who's able to afford not just to pay the mortgage payment if I'm going to buy it, but more so on who's being able to be qualified for mortgages at a more affordable interest rate without the need to go to uh, the alternative lenders like uh, B lenders or C lenders who often would offer mortgages to uh, people who are otherwise not qualified for mortgages from traditional banks and at a higher mortgage loan rate. And then what if interest rate, we have been talking about the potential of a rising interest rate. What if mortgage rate increases? Would they still be able to afford the payment? That's the thing. And we know rates are going up. So, I mean, that could have a pretty substantial impact here. Possibly. It is. It is. And my worry is about the risk uh, to the overall economy in the sense that we are seeing increasingly more younger people. They are um, looking at the cash flow. They may be able to afford the mortgage payment. But now they have a very, everyone is managing our own balance sheet, right? We yeah. have our own asset. We have our own debt uh, liabilities. So with a big house now, let's say in Toronto, average price is well above a million. So we are talking about a big personal balance sheet, large amount of asset, but at the same time finance heavily yeah. with a heavy debt mortgage loan rate. So that is what's causing a problem when interest rate becomes higher. Uh, that balance, big balance sheet is that uh, sustainable. But you make a good point. I mean, yeah, you can finance the mortgage, but just coming up with a down payment on a property like this, I mean, we're going to be, I mean, we are already pricing people simply out of the, the, the home buying market. I know, like, uh, the advice I always give to my students in class is, you know what, be in good terms with your parents and relatives (laughs) and friends so that you can stay with them, you know, share accommodation until you accumulate enough for down payment. Then you can eventually think about moving out to buy your own home or even just to rent independently. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, what a, you know, a mountain to climb, no doubt about it. Diana, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us. You're very welcome. That is Diana Mock, who is a professor in the Dan Department of Management and Organizational Studies at Western University. And, uh, yeah, just taking a look at um, some of these numbers. I mean, think about that for a second. 816000 is the average price of a home in Canada in February, uh, up 21% year to year. Um, and if you know, and, and as we know, Toronto and Vancouver greatly skew the numbers. But even if they're removed, the average price of a home in Calgary, or in Canada, sorry, is six hundred thirty-eight thousand nine hundred fifty-eight dollars, which is up from five hundred eighty-nine thousand last year. Just uh, really, really substantial gains. And the prediction um, is that the national average home price will hit seven hundred eighty-six thousand this year, up fourteen percent. From 2021, that's with the exclusion of Toronto and Vancouver, uh, and and then rise again the following year to eight hundred ten thousand nine hundred thirty four dollars. That's the average home. Absolutely incredible, it really is. Um, interesting to see how the inflation and the action that the bank is going to take to try and curb inflation might affect this. If it will translate into mortgage rates and, and cool off that market a bit.